Hello, my name is Sam Clements, and welcome to The Love of Cinema, a Picture House podcast proudly supported by Kia, powering independent cinema. On today's edition of the show, one of our mini interview episodes of the podcast, we are delighted to be joined by director S.J. Clarkson, who was in London just a couple of days ago to talk about her brand new film, Madam Web, which is from the Spider-Man side of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Madam Web stars Dakota Johnson, Sydney Sweeney, an incredible cast there, and it's probably one of the first big action blockbuster type films of the year. It's in cinemas right now, and we sent along Frida Cooper to talk about S.J. Clarkson about all things Madam Web. Please enjoy. A week ago, I spent my life racing against time. I'm going to help you out today, okay? Trying to save people who were running out of it. Until one moment changed everything come on welcome back to the land that we're living i've been having visions i knew he was gonna die i think i'm seeing the future sj congratulations on the film congratulations on bringing us a, a new female hero thank you very much to the, to the spider-man universe now because this film is actually quite a first for you because it's your first feature film after a very distinguished career on on tv what made you want to make the move to the big screen was this something that had been a long time coming yeah i mean look i've been flirting with movies for a long time i i think mean, you know I, I i always set out to sort of be a filmmaker but then found myself sort of falling into and loving television you know and as television's gone on over the years I think sometimes it's become as good, if not better, in places than films. You know, you get to do sort of, as a director, four-parters, five, six, you know, miniseries, and really get to sort of create a film within episodes. So, you know, I was always waiting for the right one to come along, and I, you know, flirted with Star Trek, and there'd been a few <laughs> other things. And, and then finally, this one came along, and I, you know, been fortunate enough to work within the Marvel Universe in television with Jessica Jones. And I love Jessica Jessica Jones. What brought me to that character was sort of her character, the psychology of it. And Madame Webb had many of those traits. There were some similarities, but she was also totally different. She wasn't super-powered in any way. She didn't have a strength. She was a real genuine human who happened to see the future. And I thought that was going to be really challenging. I was like, how the, are we going to do that? Um, and, and I felt that that was a challenge. It, it was terrifying. And if it scares you, it's like, you should try it, I think. Was I get the sense this it. is it was something you'd always really wanted to do. It was yes. always sort of lurking yeah. in the background. It was just the case of getting the right story. Yeah, I mean, I think what I love about film is I started in theatre and it's that community. It's that going to see something together in a dark room and sort of the power of that is what I find really exciting. And that captive audience and how an audience reacts and how that infuses the room and how that just brings over an energy that you just don't get at home. The cinema is still so magical and mm. and it's great making TV, but you also know there's a remote control that can be picked up at any point or they can be making a cup of tea or ironing, which, you know, I can be at fault of sometimes is watching a series whilst doing my ironing. But that sort of, that idea of an audience seeing it together and, and the kind of the excitement and the thrill and the energy that that brings and therefore what you can do on the big screen to in order to encapsulate and embrace that and grab that for me it's just it's pure cinema and it's just pure storytelling 
And you wrote the script this time as well, which was also I co-wrote it. I have to give I have to give an awful lot of credit. It's not just me. There's 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 five names up there. There is Karen Sanger who who came up with the original script and story, and then Matt and Burke actually wrote the script that I got sent, and I actually signed the movie based on that script. So there was a terrific foundation for us to leap. And then Claire Parker, who I've collaborated with for a long time now, we both worked together on Life on Mars many years ago, which is a TV show I absolutely love doing. And she and I sort of. I think as it went on, the clairvoyance was so specific and the female characters, we wanted to say and do so much more that we sort of then took on the helm of kind of delivering it, as it were. But there is a, there is a, there's a lot of good voices in it that I can't, I can't take credit for it all, you know, for sure. But yes, I did, yeah. I did pen much yeah. of this one. Yeah, and again, your, your first time. What was it like for you combining it with directing? I think it was almost the reverse of it. I was almost... As a director, I'm, I'm quite strong in what I see and the vision and know what I want to do. Uh, and, and, and sometimes that's not reflected in the script because especially with clairvoyance, it's so specific. How do you describe what you're seeing mm -hmm. on the page? And it was only me in a way that could articulate it. So it, it started with that. I started sort of jumping in and sort of writing the clairvoyance scenes. We're going to cut to this and then we see this and then there's going to be a flash to this. And, and so it was that sort of, that started it. And then I'd go, well, if she said this line, then that'd be quite funny. And if we said this, so it sort of evolved in that way. But I think it really helped because there, you think there's going to be loads of time making big movies. There, there aren't. It's sort of like everything else. You're always up against it. You are. There's, there's enough time to do what you need to do, but there's never enough time to do what you want to do. And so it was about it was about basically getting everything down on the page. And so it was more like the director in me was putting it down, as it were. Let's go somewhere new. See worlds we've never seen before. So that we can feel inspired. Whether you're sitting in a cinema or in one of our cars, Inspiration comes when we feel something new. That's why our electrified range is designed to take you on inspiring journeys. Kia, proud supporter of independent cinema. Kia, movement that inspires. You mentioned earlier about having worked on Jessica Jones. Does that make you a bit of a Marvel fan, superhero fan? I think, well, I mean... Genre fan? It's, it's hard, isn't it? It's like, you know... Are, are you a fan compared to some fans? No, because I've dipped my toe into it. But I have a, such a great respect for the Marvel Universe. And I remember with Jessica Jones, I'd read the script, but I wasn't too sure about, you know, the character. And I got delivered the tomb that was alias. And I read it from cover to cover and, and thought it was extraordinary. The storytelling, the brevity of the storytelling, the graphic images and how they really told a story. And, I, and it was so cinematic. I found that they lend themselves so greatly to film because they are so cinematic. So, you know, I definitely feel like I have a great respect and love for them, but you know, I'm probably not as fan as the fans would be. I, I wouldn't want to pretend to be that because like they are, they are so kind of like into it all, you know. What, what struck me with, with Madam Webb was that recently, particularly in the, the sort of Spider-Man universe, the central characters have either been villains or at least anti-heroes. And now all of a sudden, we've got a proper hero again. So it's almost quite traditional, I guess, in, in a sense, having somebody who's, who's a real hero. Did you actually find that a refreshing change? And do you think it's something that's going to appeal to audiences? I think what I found refreshing was how she was a real person. 
and how this superpower that she had wasn't great strength or being able to fly or anything like that. It was that she had these sort of clairvoyant moments and that that made it feel quite real, I think. That made it feel quite grounded, which is what we did with the movie, was try to make it quite grounded in the fact that there are heroes in the ordinary. Yeah. There does seem recently to have been this sort of prevailing opinion that perhaps superhero movies are losing their way, losing their appeal. Is, is that your experience of them? I don't know. I think every movie is so hard to make and I respect any film that gets made because it really is a small miracle. And I think there are, I think, I think, I think superheroes are great. They sort of, they are relatable. We want to see ourselves in them and I hope there's always room for superhero films. And I think what's exciting about Madame Web is I've had the opportunity to just do something different with it. I got a little bit more of a free reign. I didn't have to follow what went before. It was an opportunity with a blank canvas in a way to set up a fresh new character in a new world. And that is what I thought was exciting. And I think if there are more of those opportunities, then I don't see why there can't be many more to come. Do you actually see the film as a superhero movie or would you actually describe it as more of a fantasy adventure? I'd probably call it a psychological thriller in the Marvel Universe. I think that's probably how I'd describe it because it was about her, her visions and it was a thriller. I definitely sort of set out to make a thriller and, you know, but with the luxury of it being Marvel so I get to do these really fun <laughs> things alongside, you know? You also have, have a, a really interesting lead actress in in Dakota Johnson yeah so I sort of thought oh that's an interesting choice what why did you go for her what did she bring to the role for you because exactly that I think she's a really interesting actress she does different things all the time I think she's got great depth and breadth as a performer she's also very funny um I saw her in Suspiria where I thought she went all out and was incredible and the lost daughter and she has a vulnerability and a strength sort of in equal measure which I thought was right for Cassie she's also an incredible driver and I knew I needed an actor that could drive and she can literally do a 180 spin and land it between two cones many actors will tell you they can drive Dakota Johnson can drive a car she is extraordinarily good at driving, you know, and aside from that, she's just an incredible human being. She's been, she's been around in the business all of her life, so she understands it. She understands what a big movie like this means and what it is and just stepped up and embraced it. And, you know, I watched her take on some, you know, it's crazy, you, you know, blue screen. She's running around looking at crosses, hearing me say explosion, duck, you know, and all these things like this. It's a bit, it is insane when you're doing it. And she just ran with it. And the trust between us, I think, enabled us to make the movie. It's the fact that we just both believed in each other. That, so that was just a gift. She's actually talked quite a bit about, you know, working with blue screen, which was something she hadn't done before, mm -hmm. and how she felt comfortable doing it because of the trust that she had in you. How did you go about developing that trust? I think we, I think, look, obviously we talked a lot about the character and I'm a director that preps. So I prep and I knew what I was doing each day and I would know where she was going and what she was seeing. And editorially, I would talk to her about where it was cutting because I think sometimes um, for actors, they're asked to do things they maybe don't always know how it's gonna land. And sometimes that's a director's approach, which is great. But I felt that in a movie like this that was so disjointed in many ways and fragmented in terms of what she was seeing, I wanted to make sure she knew where we were and what she was seeing and therefore how to craft those reactions, how heightened they were going to be. And, and that's a big thing for her because she's not seeing any of it. You're mm -hmm. seeing it, she doesn't see anything. She's just got me, a camera and this diopter and I'm sort of explaining it to her. So I think it was about talking through everything and 
you know, and I'd be honest about it. I'd go in and go, look, I'm not sure that worked. I often show stuff back. And as soon as I'd cut something together that I felt was working, I showed it to her so that she could see where we were going. But it was constant dialogue and talking, as you are with all your actors. And just, I, I knew I could push her because she allowed me to do that. And I think she knew I'd done my homework. And I just, I, want her, I wanted her to be the absolute best in this. And I wanted to make the best Madam Web that I could. And... And I and I think she could see that. So you know, it was it was a gift. I absolutely love her. She's amazing to work with. And her driving skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wondered, given what she's also said about doing some of the stunt, stunt driving, mm-hmm. whether be, perhaps you've uncovered a sort of budding female Tom Cruise when it comes to doing stunts. Oh, she could rival him. No it problem. Sa- it sounds like she's really got a taste for this. She she could rival him. It's certainly in the driving front, and you know, and she's not afraid to go out there. I mean, we got to you know, we put her in some wires. She's been. She's been flown up in the air. She's done. She's. They've done a lot. They all did a lot. They were incredible. The entire cast, you know, especially Ezekiel, who did so many of his own stunts. The way the schedule landed. But look, I think she makes a great hero, a superhero. And I, yeah, why not? Why not Mission Impossible with Dakota? Yeah, why not? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> why not? Amongst your huge list of TV credits is the one I've got to ask you about, which of course is Succession, because you directed an episode of Succession, did, yes. all about Tom's stag do. Uh-huh. So that was in the first series when people were just sort of starting to latch on to how good it was. Yes. Had you any idea at the time when you were making it that it was going to become such a phenomenon? I don't think you know that about anything, to be honest with you, but I did know that Jesse is probably one of the smartest people I've ever met, probably one of the smartest people on the planet. He's so clever, and, you know, I didn't always understand the jokes, if I'm honest, because, like, <laughs> they are so smart, and they work on a different stratosphere to me, you know, and it was it was complicated because they're sort of unlikable characters, right? They, yeah. they are, and yeah. but yet one of the nicest, most brilliant cast ever. They are... Such a talented, magnificent group of people, and I'm so thrilled for them and all their success in it. And just to have been a very small part of it is just, well, I feel very lucky. Yeah. Final question. How do you get on with spiders? Well, not too bad, actually. Um, <laughs> Thank goodness for that. <laughs> I didn't think I, uh, I didn't think I did. Obviously, the one in our, uh, in our movie is kind of harmless, you know, created in CG, which is very <laughs> exciting. But I did, we actually did some filming in Mexico. Uh, in Chiapas and we were staying at a, a, a sort of a hotel complex right in the jungle because we had such a tight schedule and we were sort of this, this place that we could all stay which were kind of like huts and, uh, and my script supervisor Dawn called me and said there's a tarantula in my room and she was freaking out a little bit and I, I'm quite good when somebody's freaking out I can be quite calm you know and when somebody's calm and then I can be the one to freak out you know yeah. that, that sort of swing that seesaw swing and and I did go into her room and I, I, I can call myself a hero that day. I used the glass, and I think I used the call sheet, and I managed to get the tarantula, which was a baby tarantula, but it was still uh, this big. And, that's big enough. And I got the tarantula in a glass uh, with using the call sheet, best use of a call sheet, really, and took the spider out and got rid of it. So I, I did feel... I mean, I was shaking to hell afterwards. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But, you know, I did uh, I did capture the tarantula for her. You so, yeah. You're genuinely a hero. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. So (laughs) nice to meet you. And thank you to everyone at Picture House.